I know things you never see. You never see someone taking a shit while running at full speed. Come on, kid, get rid of some of them turds in the shit box. Welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast with me, Rab himself. Hey, welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast. I'm your host, Rab himself, and I'm sitting in Wee Man's backyard right now. (laughs) Dude, well, yeah, welcome to the podcast, man. Uh, Thank you for having me, and thank you for coming to my backyard for today. Yeah. Uh, Life lately, uh, I decided that I want to live the life where whatever backyard I want, I can go have. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I've woken up. (laughs) In my van, uh, next to a creek and a mountain, snowing. Dude, hell so yeah. that was my backyard. Yeah. And then I've also woken up and been by beach curb skating, so. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so perfect, man. That's so rad. Yeah. You just, uh, any day you just choose, hey, uh, you know, today I'm going to wake up and, and the uh, the ocean is going to be my backyard. Yeah. Tomorrow, the mountains. And, and uh, next day, the desert. Yeah, hell next yeah. Next day, the concrete jungle of wherever I want to be. <laughs> so. Hell yeah, yeah it's, dude. It's good. So, yeah, this is the backyard today. I love, I have to have water nearby no matter what it is. Yeah. Like creek, lake, ocean. I like something. Like I like, yeah. I love nature. Dude, I love that too. I feel like there's something healing about water. Like whenever I get stressed out or whatever, I'll go down to the ocean and it's just that, just that sound of it and just the feel or even getting in it, like just makes you chill out. Yeah. You know? It is. <laughs> there is something about water that you just, it, it sets the mind free. Yeah. So it's good. I love it. We got a little buddy over here. Yeah, we got ducks. <laughs> Pet ducks. Pet ducks. They they come around. I don't really cage them or anything, <laughs> yeah. but I keep them around. <laughs> yep. It's old Milo and uh, I think the well, one's Milo. Hey, Milo. Yeah. He came back from college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the boomerang duck. Yeah, boomerang duck. He's back. Oh, anyway. man. <laughs> dude that's rad so like uh so so what made you kind of you just felt like hey you know what i just want an adventure and i'm gonna you know and because i i just saw your van and it's this decked out awesome you know like basically you know decked out like sprinter van that has everything like i, I was blown away when i went in there it was, like full <laughs> kitchen full like bathroom yeah shower all that like it's just amazing so what happened was last year I was dating a Canadian chick. Yeah. And it was awesome. And I was kind of in this part of my life. Hey, later, bros. Hey, <laughs> be home by dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't like when I talk about my ex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we've heard this enough. We're out of here. <laughs> yeah. He pissed her off. He pissed, they pissed. She pissed them off. <laughs> yeah, I can see how that happens. No, so uh, I started dating her, and she lived up in this farm community up near in Kamloops, uh, Canada. Oh, real, nice. Real beautiful. rural area. Yeah. Very non-urban, very beautiful. 
kind of like this. Yeah. And when I first really got there, I, I fell in love with just the area. Very native, very nature. Yeah. Er, seasons, you know? Hell yeah. And I've grown up in the concrete L.A. area where no seasons, none of that. So, no joke, I actually started looking for a property up there. Yeah. And I wanted, oh, okay. yeah, for myself. Like, I wanted to buy a farm. And I just wanted a place where I could be out in nature, have a house, plus have probably like a warehouse where I'd have my own skate area, you know, so I'd yeah. have my own Fuck you know, yeah. commune. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but no joke, it every place I looked, I seriously looked over 45, 50 places and it just never worked out. Something always happens and I was doing it for like six months. Some of it was like I really was stoked on a thing and I'd put an offer in and they're like, well, we need to see an account. I'm like, well, my offer would be on the sale of my house so yeah, I could just yeah. take it and then transfer it, you know? Yeah. And then people are like, well, no, we're not really interested in that. So it kind of messed me up. I'm like, all right, you know what? The market's high right now. I'm going to just put my house on the market to see what I can get. Yeah. And I just kind of did it. I thought it was going to go slowly. But uh, a friend All of, of mine, yeah. dude, it was quick, no joke. So I called my real estate, my realtor, and she's like, "Okay, I'd love to sell your house." She knew it because she helped me find it when I bought it. Yeah. So she goes, "Let's stage it." So we staged it, and right within three weeks, I had offers. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" And, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not went, ready th- for this. Yeah, things went quick. <laughs> so when we staged it. I had to move into a hotel. Yeah. So I went and stayed at a hotel and I actually, from right when I put it on the market to staging it to uh, l- the day I sold it, it was exactly two months. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, mid-October, I was already getting offers. So I'm like, dude, what do I do? And I, and I, and I kind of panicked in a little bit. Yeah. But I thought, okay, I can handle things. Like I've been put in situations and I know how to swim out of them. Yeah. You know? So I was over Canada too. Like a lot of things happened at once. And I'm like, dude, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to figure something else out. I'm, I'm a dude. I can yeah. do this, you know? Yeah. And I somehow I saw a video on Sprinter Vans and I was like, you know what? Fuck Screw yeah. it. I might do it. So I, for like a week straight, all I was doing was watching van videos, like all <laughs> yeah, kinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one that really got me was this dude grabbed a Sprinter van, that like mine, the 19-footer, and he he called up, and it's 4 by 4 too. Yeah. And he called up Mercedes. He goes, hey, I'm going to put your van to the test. I just want you guys to know. Maybe you, you could send somebody out to realize how the test goes. Yeah. And they sent, like, out one of their national, like, uh, Mercedes-Benz uh, owner, ladies, whatever, and yeah. she came out, and the guy went to a 4 by 4 course that, like, trucks and Jeeps and different things go where it's beginner, Hell intermediate, yeah. and ex- expert. Took this thing everywhere. It was just blasting through, and the one thing that sold me on it was he went through this turn on the on the expert level where he just took the turn and was fine going right through it, Damn. Every other vehicle had to three-point turn to do it. Oh, hell yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh. Dude. And that's, then yeah. the next thing that happened was I sent my buddy just a picture of one, 
and I go, what do you know about these? And he's a car guy. He wraps cars. He does all kinds of things. He's yeah. motocross guy, everything. He sends me a picture back. I'm driving in mine right now. I've had it for six months. What do you want to know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. what? You're like, he goes, sold. dude, love it. Like, <laughs> next day we went down. I went to this spot that he got. He he knows that builds them and stuff. Yeah. And it's actually the one that did the build of mine. But what happened was, it was October, mid October. I'm getting ready to close the deal on my house. I'm like, I need something. And they're like, dude, you ain't getting nothing until July 2019. Shit. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, like, it just, and they're like, well, why don't you check out our website? We've built previous ones, but guys are like putting them on for sale. I'm like, okay. Another buddy of mine who lived in his van too, good close friend of mine I've known since I was like five. Yeah. I go, hey, I'm thinking of doing this van thing like you've done, people have done. I've looked, I'm kind of, it's, it's kind of, he's like, dude, you're going to love it. First thing you're going to want is a toilet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That is essential. Yeah, he goes, he goes, anything else you can kind of get a little after, but get a toilet. Yeah. Get one with a toilet. I'm like, okay, toilet's priority. <laughs> so I'm looking through all these different ones. I'm kind of checking them out. I find this one, and I just fell in love with it. And I called the guy. It was on a Thursday. I called the guy, and I said, hey. I, I'm interested in your van. You got any takes on it? He goes, well, I got one guy, but he really hasn't bit back. And I yeah. go, okay. He's in Arkansas. I go, I'm flying in Monday. Pick me up. Let's grab lunch. I'll treat you to lunch. And I'd like to look at your van. I'll probably, you know, go and get it. Yeah. And he goes, sounds good, man. Didn't know who I was at all. Yeah. You know, just yeah. some rando dude. He's like, yeah, he's like good. wonder if this is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, so I flew in just like I promised. We went to lunch. Next thing you know, I bought the van. And no joke, Preston lived one hour exactly <laughs> from him. So I dude, called Preston. Perfect. He's in Missouri. I'm in Arkansas. And I'm like, hey, Preston, it's my first night in my van. I'm going to drive it. Can I come and stay in your house? And, I'll, you know, we'll go to dinner and stuff. And I'll just park in your driveway and sleep in it. Come on up. Hell so, yeah. Went there, did that, <laughs> stayed in Preston. We went out. The very next day, I had to, uh, so we went out to dinner, got a little buzzed. Preston and I uh, Ubered back to his house, but we took his girlfriend's car yeah. to dinner, so we left it there. So the next morning, I drove my van and we went and picked up his girlfriend's car and we drove back. Coming down the hill is this huge deer. Second day oh, I'm in shit. my van. Yeah, Second yeah. day I'm in my van. And I'm like, oh, crap. And the way I timed it and looked at it, yeah. uh, it looked like it was going to go right in between me and Preston. Like, So Preston uh. started gunning it. And I'm like, okay, I heard if you hit a deer, gun it. You don't want to slow down because you might just kind of injure it, and that's bad. Yeah. Because then you're going to have to kill it. If you, like, slam into it, you can kill it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I just started gunning it. I swear, when it got about six feet from me, it turned. Just missed it. Just like it just clipped back up the hill. Fuck. And Preston was watching the whole time. <laughs> this, dude, I thought you were gonna nail that thing. I'm like, me too, man. That was crazy. Shit, that's close. So, but from then on, I just took the road back, coming back to LA, because I had to move all my stuff, storage, and all that. So I came back to LA, and I drove through Oklahoma, stayed with Matt, 
stayed at his front yard for a little. Oh, hell yeah. Matt Hoffman. Yeah. We went skydiving. Nice. Yeah, rode his ramps. Dude, that's a good start to the van life. Dude, so then the next day, I went to, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Danny Boy from House of Pain. Yeah, yeah. He bought, in Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, he bought the house that was the house of the Outsiders. Oh, shit. Yeah. Where they shot it? Where they shot it. Yeah, yeah. They shot the movie and everything. It was in this, like, torn-down town. Yeah. He was kicking out, like, uh, guys living in it, doing drugs and all that, and he redid it. He brought the he brought the town property up. Yeah. They renamed the street. So I'm driving through, and my buddy goes, yeah, just go check out the house. He got it. The day I drive through, um, S.E. Hinton, Pony Boys, uh, C. Thomas uh, How um, Yeah What's his name? C. Thomas How uh, Yep Was there Yeah Danny Boy was there It was a whole We're gonna do our handprints In the concrete We're gonna sign it The mayor's gonna cut the ribbon Oh damn Whole deal That day <laughs> The day I'm driving through And everybody's like What? I'm like I just came by They're like We thought We didn't know what was going on Your van was coming through It's you <laughs> You came that day I'm like nope Just so happened to be Yeah This day That's crazy So, so they're like Damn some some jackass shit's happening Right yeah. in the middle of the they ceremony They're tripping Yeah yeah <laughs> Dude that's a good start To the van life man That's rad And what are the chances That you got it An hour from Preston that's Yeah like, You know and, that, yeah. and the dude I got it from It's so great Why you saw it was so technical the yeah. guy who got it, he's an architect. Okay. And he designed the whole thing himself. Yeah. And people have said it's like, dude, it is rad as hell. Is, is that like a movie screen on the one side or something? Or what is that thing? The one side looked like it had this thing. I didn't know if it was like a screen that pulled down. Or no, something. but I do have on the racks, I have these oh, yeah. holes that I can put a screen and pull it down. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it looked like that. And yeah, put yeah. a screen down the side of my van to yeah, do that. To have yeah, have a movie night, have a little drive-in movie, movie. A little fire pit. I haven't had it yet, but I want to do it soon. I need to get a projector Yeah, what's holding back. Yeah. So, but, um, so he designed it, and what he wanted to do was drive to different job sites that he was going to work on. And not have to get a rental car or a hotel. Just kick it. And yeah. be there and do all his work and be on the job site. Yeah. So, but that's perfect. it didn't yeah. really work out for him. And that's why he put it up for sale. He only had 21,000 miles. Yeah. It's so a you, diesel. Yeah. It's going to go millions of miles. Hell yeah. So, so you got an awesome deal on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. It I was mean, because if you're making it that custom, that that ain't cheap. No. <laughs> you know? And so, no, no, so no, then, no. like, it's almost like, yeah, it's good to get it from a, from an architect that <laughs> yeah. specifically designed it. Yeah. Dude's rad, dude. His name's Ron. Yeah. And we became buds. We kind of keep in contact. He's been watching my videos and different things like that. Hell He's yeah. stoked. He told me when I do finally decide to get a house or a property. He will design a house for me. Like Shit. sit with me, damn, and we'll design a house together. Hell yeah! So I was like, dude, that could be fun. Yeah, so. that's that's awesome. And and that's just, I mean, that's just like dumb luck. Like yeah. wandering into like some architect that's like, hey, thanks for buying that. Now I'll help you design yeah. the house and whatever. So it's yeah, but it, it felt so. It felt as soon as I knew I was gonna do that, like all these things, like showing up at the outsider's home, like on that day. Yeah, everything seriously felt. Like it fell right into place, like it was yeah. a puzzle piece just put together. Yeah. And no joke, before that, for like a year to six months, year six months to a year, 
I was lost. And it was like trying dude, to figure out, trying to figure next. out yeah. what I was gonna do, kind of where it's gonna go. I kind of felt stagnant, yeah, in my life, and when, and that I, makes perfect sense to like hop in a van and just get just going, go, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it just it felt like I just felt like it was kind of repetitive. I was in this huge house by myself, yeah, and I needed change, yeah. So. And that's rad, man, and it gives you that. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that, too. I feel like that's always the best way, like, because I'll think from time to time, like, after I'm on the road for a long time, I'm like, oh, I don't ever want to travel again, you know? Like, I'm going home, I'm staying home. Then you get home for, like, a month or two, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I need to get on the road. You know, I need to get moving, like, because yeah. it just it just kind of stirs things up, and creative energy kind of starts flowing when, when you're doing that. Dude, creative energy does start flowing. It's weird. Now, like, in, the la- in just this year... I've started painting. I've done six straight Hell paintings, yeah. too. Dude, I just started, like, a couple weeks ago. My wife got me, like, a painting thing, like, a set of stuff for my birthday. Yeah. She's like, you always said that you wanted to start. Like, instantly, I've done nine paintings. Now. Like, I'm every day, I'm, like, addicted to it. I'm, I'm like, I go home, and she's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I'm painting. I don't care what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, like, it is addicting, and it's very yeah. free-minding. Like, yeah. you free your mind. Like, I'm there. Yeah. Don't even worry about my phone. Yeah. Don't worry about nothing else you can't. going on. You can't. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I got to do this. I got And it's real like, yeah. you feel like relief. It's almost like exercising. Yeah. It, it's re- But it's for it your is. brain. Exactly. Yeah. You're just like. It, it like frees up any anxiety that's going on it, too. Like, totally. You know, and that's what's been good for me because I'll struggle with that shit like, you know, because I'm, I'm OCD or whatever. So then I'll get like, uh, <laughs> I get Dude. serious like bursts of anxiety overall. Just the stupidest shit. But like, so painting has, has done that, like just this calming effect. Because, like you said, you can't pay attention to anything else. Like, there isn't like email coming in, then this, and then that, and all I gotta post this thing and do this, and I gotta nope. do it. And it's just like everything else doesn't matter. Doing this and the then, moment yeah. you're in yeah. the moment. Yeah. And I love that. And I love like it. It's I'm not like OCD where I have to do things certain ways or something. But I'm very like I need to every day. If I if I'm like. It's ten o'clock and I haven't done nothing. Oh yeah, I almost feel, I almost get like like hyper. I'm like, oh, yeah. I gotta do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. that's what I have. Yeah. So it's taken those like different time moments and it's made me like do something. Yeah, it's so. like a good good release of energy. Like totally. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that's rad. That's yeah, that's awesome. Yep. So yeah, <laughs> so the two painters on here. Now we'll have to do a painting of this uh, oh, this, this backdrop. This backdrop. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna let you back. I'll on lay naked for you if. Uh, oh, it, it, it'll yeah. be a duel. Yeah, it'll be portrait landscape. Yeah, yes. <laughs> exactly. Dude. So, yeah, well, cool, man. Well, well, I was thinking about, I mean, you got so much going on. Like, um, Nullity Skateboards, is that still, you still like? It's, it, it hasn't stopped. I put it on hold, though, for right now. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, like, a couple reasons why I put it on hold is the wood shop I worked with, yeah. the main dude, left, and we were kind of really vibing together on what we were doing. Right. And I'm kind of going, it's, it seems like right when I got my van too, I knew when I got my van, I put a lot, everything in storage and I wanted to become very minimal. Yeah. Like I'm very, very minimal now. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it makes things real easy and life is real good that way. So I put, I got a few of the board, like a lot of the boards still, but they're in storage. I'm yeah. holding on and I'm just trying to figure out my next way with it. 
and where I'm going to do the wood, if I'm going to do it very low key in collective boards or which way. So right now it's nullity's on hold. It's okay. still alive. But, but you can still like get them though, right? You can still get them. Not at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Even Damn, the website, so they're rarity. Even the, <laughs> even the website's on hold. Okay. The company's on hold. My yeah. riders are still like, we're waiting, we're waiting. They're like stoked. Yeah. And lately I've been thinking of my next move. Okay. And I might do this like container thing to add to like what I have so I can take the container anywhere. Yeah. But... Uh, I don't want to give out too much of my ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's gonna be good, but it involves like a like a truck container that I'm gonna add to my lifestyle, and that may add more to the nullity like lifestyle too. So hell yeah, yeah. And so so who who are the riders like that? I got this guy Brent. He's a ripper, local kid that I saw just one day, and we just kept having fun skating. Yeah. This kid Chris just turned 18. I'm trying to push him to go to another company because the kid should be pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's amazing. And just killing it. Killing it. Like, yeah. just doing it. And, his and thing. that's down in, in Long Beach, or where is it? He's he's outside of Compton. Okay. Brent's a Torrance kid. Yeah. Then I have a little, little Grom kid named Bash. It's uh, Sebastian, but we call him Bash. Yeah. He's out, out of the, like, Whittier area. Yeah. And then I have one kid from Colorado. Oh, damn. Yeah, so. Nice. Yeah, and they yeah. all get along. Like, we've all, like, done skate team days and stuff. Yeah. And they love, they're like, we need those again. We need, like, everybody gets along. Everybody hypes each other. Yeah. And it's just fun. They're, like, they're pure skaters. Dude, that's right. Like, they're, they yeah. live that, like, their skate life in them. And it's just, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, pure I, skateboarding. Um, I just had Musco on last week, and, and, uh, and he was just talking about that, like skating f- for the love of skateboarding and not for this idea of like, oh, I'm trying to get to be pro or I'm trying to do this. Like there's just something about like just having the passion for it and just skating because you love to skate. That's you what know? I like, think. Like that right there is what I think everything is like. For. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think if you lo- if you're just doing it for fun and for the love, it makes it way better. Yeah. And. It like I'm doing things now that I find is for that, right? And and I've made my skateboarding more that for that too. Like that's why I'm like, yeah, I just put the company on hold. Like I don't care. I'm not doing. Right. I'm not like, oh my god, we need to sell forty boards a Third month. quarters and coming yeah, in, and we've got we gotta have that. Like <laughs> no, you just have fun with it. Yeah. And you just free it out, and you do it whichever direction you want to go. Yeah. It makes it way better for yeah. yourself and for the brand yeah absolutely and, and like for anything you do and for skateboarding you know yeah like uh, yeah. i never thought like oh i'm gonna pick up a skateboard and i'm gonna be pro and yeah. now there's like well it's been for years people go and they're like you gotta teach my son how to skateboard and he needs to be you know and he needs to learn this and this by this time yeah and, and it's, it's like, like a, no yeah no, it's no. like the tiger woods thing of like having him play golf when he's like seven Three. weeks old yeah you know? you're like as the soon kid as he can't comes out of the room it. yeah dad's there with a tee a yeah. club and a ball like, let's get like, to it kid yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're well, breathing you're, you're hitting balls yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's terrible. God, yeah, yeah man. I, I, I feel you. Like, it is for the love of it. And I think that's that's the only way, like, and that's, that's like, the thing is you can't force that. And that's, like, the only way that anything good will come of it anyway is just because you do it for the love of, yeah. of skateboarding. Well, it's yeah. rad to see you skating all the time because, I you know, I follow you on your Instagram thing and I'll just see, like, post after post after post of you <laughs> just skating and ripping and getting out and doing it. And, like, you're just, like, like it'll be, like, fucking 6 a.m. Yeah. and you're like oh yeah you know sunrise let's do it like session i'm like damn i'm like i'm lazy i'm looking at that like damn i need to do something i <laughs> yeah. uh, i've always been kind of an early bird yeah but i figured it out too that like you can't i can't put sunglasses and a hat on and yeah yeah, yeah. not still get recognized you know right and it sucks because i would show up at a park and it's either kids want to play you skate yeah. Or they're gonna be they're gonna be like right on my ass the whole time yeah, or they're yeah, gonna yeah. just everything they do they're gonna be staring at me like they wanna make sure I see. And yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. sick of it. That's hilarious. Make sure I see. I yeah, know that. Like, dude, <laughs> no joke. I would be like standing at a park, like near, like on a quarter pipe or whatever. Yeah. And I would fully put my back to the park until I knew I was about to go. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All the time, and it, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't tough. care. Like I that's know. just not like, I, I, I'm glad you're doing it, and I'd rather watch a kid who's just flowing through the park. And just right, doing his right, own right. thing. And that's how I picked all the kids for my team. Yeah. Like the little, little, little kid, I saw him and I and I knew his board was too big for him. Yeah. But I saw the potential he had. Yeah. And I told his dad, hey, you going to be here tomorrow? I want to bring your kid a board that I think would fit him perfect. Yeah. Kid put the board together and just land every trick I saw him trying to do the other day. Yeah. Nailing, nailing, nailing. Damn, hell yeah. And it was like... I knew. And the kid was just skating around. He wasn't like, hey, look at me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He was just doing his thing. And I go, that kid has potential, but he's on the wrong equipment. Yeah. And I knew what to do to get him where he needed to be. Oh, that's awesome. And ever since then, for like three years now, I've seen him progress. Yeah. And it's awesome. Damn. So, but yeah, that's why I I started like, hey, let's just skate the skate park super early. Nobody's there. Right. They're either sleeping or they're on their way to school. Yeah. And once in a while, you'll get a couple knuckleheads that, like, I've been there where we were at one park and they had, like, a combi bowl. And a dude was sleeping in a tent one night. And we started rolling through and he's, he gets out there like, what the goddamn hell is going on here? Right. Like, sun's out. We're yeah, skating, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Sun's out, fun's out. Yep, yeah, totally. So, but it made it like so that I could go and I could do what I want to do yeah. without being bothered. Yeah, that's kind perfect. Of, kind of, I, I called it my Rodney Mullen style. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rodney kind of, and we, me and him have talked. And he goes, it's so funny. He goes, I'll be going home. He he skates like at three in the morning. And he oh, goes, shit. it's like, and then you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, and, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, and then right when you go home, the whole crowd shows yeah, up. Like, the no, I have no the idea goes. they missed it. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, I used to like bump into kids. And, and, and it's just, it just, it was horrible. Yeah, it makes it tough. I I, I knew Bam struggled with that for a while too. Like when back in Philly area, like um, once like all the shows and everything started. Like oh if, yeah. If you go to FDR, it would be. He like, wouldn't even be able to leave the car. Yeah, as yeah. As soon as he's out of the car, he's getting bum rushed. Bum yeah, rushed, yeah, bum yeah, rushed. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And you're no, like, I know. dude, I just want to try to skate, you know? Yep. Like, yeah, it, it does make it tough. So I guess that's why, you know, and that's why he built the... He built his own skate yeah, park. Yeah. I've been wanting to do that for years. That's one of my main goals when I was looking at huge property was I'm just going to build a that freaking way, yeah. barn. I'm going to have a mini ramp and I'm going to have a street set up the way I want. Yeah. If I want to tear it down and do something different, I'll do it. Yeah. So, Hell yeah. That, I mean, it's still my, like, my goal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you might find the spot, like, you know, yeah. when, when, you're, when so, you're looking. Yeah. Yep. No, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's 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 the way, so. That's rad. So, so what got you, like, into skateboarding, like, when you were a kid? Like, what, what kind of, <laughs> yeah, what made that happen? It's funny. I lived in Hermosa city i just moved out of yeah and it was a real beachy town this was in i was five years old 1978 yeah so uh my mom was dating the surfer dude at the time and we'd go up and down the strand i used to even roller skate yeah hell yeah and uh so we went up and down the strand and my mom got him one one time as a gift like, got him a board like, got him a skateboard and i'm yeah. at the skate shop with him and i'm standing there and i'm like five years old <laughs> and i'm like what the hell yeah. Like, mom, yeah, that's what I want. Like, yeah. I want a skateboard. Yeah. Like what? And, yeah. Like get what and about me? Thing, like five, six years like six years old that got one of those little like I think it was like a Logan was okay, my first yeah, yeah. board. You know? Mm-hmm. And I just cruised up and down the strand with it. And I didn't have really a real good skateboard until yeah. later on. I kind of just had a board I was cruising around. Yeah. But then yeah. It just I got a freestyle board next. I got a Rodney. My first real board was a Rodney Mullen freestyle. Yeah, hell yeah! But no joke, I was street skating on it. Like oh there yeah, was this, yeah. Like double sided curb that yeah. everybody skated by my house. Did and that? I, did that board not to cut you? Did that have? It just had the tail right, and then like yeah. But the nose. The didn't nose go. was like about two inches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it had one hundred ones on it, but I had. Instead of freestyle wheels, I had the street style wheels. <laughs> hell yeah. So I was street skating <laughs> on my freestyle board. Like Dude, hell full yeah. board slides, no rails, nothing, just across the middle of it. Yeah. And it was a 7.5. So yeah. like yeah, then yeah. boards became 7.5s. Yeah. Because yeah. it, so it was it was thinner than, than what were they then? They were like eight. Oh, they so? were like eight, nines Not, and tens. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there was like mini boards. And so there was like mini street and then vert boards. Yeah. During that whole era. Oh yeah, yeah. Full shapes, no double kick, <laughs> pointed noses, yep. different things like that. Yeah. Yeah, like skateboarding was trying to figure out what the hell was going yeah, on. Yeah, it was. It was a little bit out there at yeah. times. Yeah. Because I remember, like, I mean, this is probably a few years. This few years after that, but when the Hosoi like hammerhead came out. Yeah. And then that was like, I just remember getting one of those. And being like, God damn, this board is so different, like and, and crazy. But it was, it was, what was it? I had Bam Bam wheels, like these pink Bam Bam oh, wheels. Yeah, and, I remember and, those. And a soy board. Yeah, it was so it was rad. Yeah. But uh, so so okay, so then you get into it, and uh, and you just start skating, just start and then, skating, just yeah. kept going, and, skated uh, everywhere, like skate to the store, skated down the streets, and then met some buddies, and we just always met at this three stair curb. Yeah. And that's where we always skated. Hell yeah. And then we kind of, as we got older and stuff, started venturing off. Okay. And then at about like 9, 10, I started going down to the beach area, 10, 11, like down there. And there was, at, in Hermosa, that's when like Rocco and Nottis were skating around there. Oh, damn. There was these two ledges off these three stairs. Yeah. And then this whole s- s- 
like area like Rocco was freestyling. Street skaters are coming around doing the street skating. You're just doing so, a little tour through your backyard right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, come I mean, on through. I do. I sell tickets. It's <laughs> cool. I mean, we man's backyard. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Exactly. Three bucks. <laughs> yeah. I do it like old minor threat shows yeah punk shows yeah. don't pay more than five bucks yeah hell yeah three <laughs> ticket kids master has nothing to do with this kids are free yeah <laughs> parents gotta pay you guys enjoying the tour yeah, yeah awesome <laughs> you might see my ducks it's milo and i haven't named the other one but they're cruising around so you'll see them thanks guys <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> So, so fuck, what's that like when Nottis is skating, like, right where, like, I mean, right where you're growing up? Like, that's got to be, Dude, he like, skated the Redondo Beach High Wall. Yeah. The Hermosa Pier. He did the mushrooms, the like, the hydrant slide. He did. Yeah. We had this mushroom one thing. Did that right there. Damn. I mean, yeah. you got to be stoked, like, as a kid, like. Oh, it was Max Evans. Yeah. Dan Paterka. Steve Rocco. Not as, yeah. you know? Hell yeah. So, I mean, how old were you at this point? Teenager. Yeah. So, like, were you, like, were you, did you just kind of watch or were you like, I was, like I got, we I, were skating around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's got to be a like, little, a, like when I first saw it's them, intimidating. It was a, little a little bit before yeah. Rocco started World Industries. Okay. So, and it's crazy to start World. So, I worked at this surf shop then when I was old enough, 17. Yeah. I worked at this surf shop. Uh, surf skate shop et yeah to start world industries rocco borrowed some money from the owner damn like he goes dude i got this idea yeah and i think it might work <laughs> i think it worked and yeah he goes <laughs> think i'm gonna start this. and he borrowed some money and paid him back like dude hell yeah and we'd see him coming in and when he first did the double kick board yeah he brought it into et and he goes hey put the trucks on upside down for me and we did, and he took it off with it. And we're like, what? We're like, dude, sums up. And then we saw him later that day yeah, on the beach, the Hermosa Beach, and he was doing shove-its. He just kept shoving the bo- ollies yeah. and shove it from both. And we're like, dude, skateboarding's changing right there. Damn. Steve is on the beach, on the, on the strand, changing skateboarding right now. Fuck. We were there on the yeah. forefront of it. Dude, that's amazing. God damn, you got to witness yeah, that. He would, cut, he would put a new board together and he'd skate right down to the beach. And that's where he would practice and stuff and try things out. Damn, that is so cool to be a part of that. Like, yeah. I mean, or just to be witness to it. Yeah, you know? it was rad. Yeah. And it, it was a good time era. Yeah. So. Man, to, to, to watch, like, I mean, it's so cool to watch somebody too, like, to know, like, you come from humble beginnings, but then build this thing into you know like a powerhouse in skateboarding is, is yeah is uh i mean and that's, so that's fun. here's the most like bring since we're talking about rugo uh known him and he would you know we've talked and stuff he uh so mike smith is like this hot beach blonde haired blue-eyed kid <laughs> yeah. that came from her most yeah. Yeah. yeah and everybody's like dude he's gonna make it he's gonna be big yeah. Rocco once said to me, he goes, dude, isn't it crazy we came from the same town? But Mike kind of like, he had this in him. He had it to go. Yeah. And he went, he drifted off a different way and we both just came up differently. Yeah. And he goes, it's like two guys that like, little person, like that's, you know, you never know where you're going to go in life or what you're going to do. Yeah. Like, you just got to kind of find your niche. You don't know what's, you know. You're right. And we just, 
we made something out of what we had. Yeah. No, and that's amazing. Yeah. Dude, so so okay, so when so when you're like, you know, you're skating down there and and Rocco and and Nottis and all of them are doing that and then like how did you like get involved with uh Big Brother and and all of that? Like so Big World started Big Brother. Yeah. And Tremaine took it over like an issue or two after it first started. Yeah. And Rick got brought in for uh, Mr. photography. Mr. Kostic over there. Right there. <laughs> issue three. Yep. So Rick got brought in then. And Mike Smith had Liberty Skateboards and he was flowing us boards, me and my buddies. And he actually hooked up a photo shoot with Rick. For you, yeah. So, like yeah, he you? goes, "Hey, we got a photo shoot with Rick. I want every all the guys to come. Let's go down." And we brought Rick around, and we were skating in El Segundo, which where World is from. And there's this wreck uh, park, and that's where the Four Gap Four is. Yeah, I've kick flipped down it, done yeah. different things. Uh, the first day Rick and I went, Rick was shooting, and I did slappy no slide shove it down the side little the like curb high like hubba down the side of it yeah and rick goes hey we should link up again and shoot some more photos and next Fuck thing you know yeah. we went and shot a couple more photos and issue number five was when those photos came out it was my first interview damn yeah so, hell yeah yeah that's that's how rick and i met and that's how big brother then things with big brother started happening is yeah right there the man the man himself yeah our kp dude <laughs> there he is <laughs> Rickcosicfilms.com. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Rick's picks. Yeah, Rick's dude. picks, dude. <laughs> dude, it's so rad. I mean, it's so yeah. it's so cool to hear how relationships form and how but, okay. everything goes. From living in the town to just skating to meeting Rick, Big Brother, Big Brother turns into jackass. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, this is. <laughs> it just it all just it was a puzzle that just just totally kept going kept and, going and, it, and it, yeah it's just strange how it's all meant to be that way and it all like i don't know if it's butterfly effect or whatever it is but like certain things turn certain ways and they happen so that they all yeah. form into that and that, that's that's pretty rad so were you spending time like over at the big brother offices a yeah bunch it was too? and then i actually got a job there okay uh sending out subscriptions yeah. I was the guy, like, I would get the list of subscriptions as a little sticker. Wait, were you the guy that sent the hustlers to the... No, no, oh, no, oh. no, no. Okay, but here's the funny thing. Yeah. I was on that cover. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, so... <laughs> but, yeah, I was a subscription guy, and it got messed up all the time, but I was putting them in vanilla envelopes, yeah, yeah, vanilla yeah. envelopes, and putting the sticker on, stamping them, and shipping them off. But... When it got sold to Larry Flint from World, yeah, that's when. So Jeff and all of us, we just kind of split, yeah, and we just were shooting the pilot for Jackass, right. So Rick and I went and started shooting the Oompa Loompa stuff, and then I got another pro spotlight for riding for Dogtown, yeah, in Big Brother. So it was just as the shift happened, pro for Dogtown, getting a pro spotlight. We're also filming for Jackass. Yeah. So we're filming Oompa Loompa skateboarding and Oompa Loompa different things. So I got, so since my pro spotlight's in the magazine, I got the cover of the first issue from Larry Flint. Now, because oh, of the yeah. change, 
and Dave Carney took it over and he was the one who said let's do the pro spotlight but we're also doing the jackass stuff yeah so it was just this weird change and it was the first magazine out and I think Larry Flint said let's do a little publicity stunt and do the subscription change oh yeah yeah, all the creepy dudes who got like i think it was (laughs) big titties and whatever yeah yeah yeah. it was like it was like a fetish smut yeah it was a fetish one (laughs) (laughs) the big brother bag they're opening it up here's a little little wee man skating (laughs) all the all the previous subscribers of big brother that big brother is so huge now all got the smut dude <laughs> dude and i mean and parents are already like flipping out that their oh, kids are getting oh, big, big brother, brother yeah. anyway you yeah. know and then all of a sudden here comes this this like <laughs> smut magazine they're like this i knew it no you but know? it was like a gnarly one yeah too. yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy weird stuff. fetish stuff yeah, yeah dude so. that's rad yeah, yeah, and uh, and I remember, you know, and and I remember obviously the beginning of Jackass as well because that was, you know, we were you guys were doing other, CKY, yeah, the other side and we of were that, doing Big Brother shit videos and poop videos, and yeah, all that. and uh, yeah. and dude, and I remember because like because Knoxville and Tremaine came out to Westchester, yeah, and I was telling Tremaine this because so I was like 19 when the when the pilot was happening because you know it was like it was a bunch of clips from Big Brother videos and then a bunch of clips from CKY videos were putting the what the pilot together. Together, but yep. then a few extra things in between to, to fill out the pilot. Yeah. And I had done one thing where, where it was the, uh, the, the shopping cart off the launch ramp. And like I ripped my rotator cuff and like totally tore it out and in the shopping cart thing. Cause dude, like, you know, Bam's a skateboarder and he's like launching off launch ramps oh, yeah, all the yeah. time. And so he puts the launch ramp like a little bit far away from the bush and I'm looking at it like, nah, dude, that looks way far. He's like, no, trust me, that's how far it should be. I was like, nah, that looks way far. And he's like, nah, that's right. And, and I went up and moved the ramp up to get it closer to the bush. Okay. And he was like, uh, all right. And then like pushed me and I flew way over, over. the bush. I remember yeah, that yeah. footage and you landed on the blacktop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. like ripped my arm I out. I remember that footage. And got totally. so fucked up from that. And it was like, all right, that's the last time I don't trust a dude who goes off a launch ramp for a living. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah so like he totally knew, like, yeah, no, it's going to throw you way off. And yeah. I was like, I kept thinking, no, that looks so far. Like, you know, and, <laughs> and I was you dead wrong. Do speed and yeah. the height and the, yeah. like, the curvature, all that. Yeah. And But it was funny because I was telling Tremaine, like, because he's like ten years older than me, I think, and and uh, Tremaine is, yeah. And, and how old are you? Uh, Thirty nine. Oh, all right. Yeah. So so when he got there, I was like nineteen or something. Yep. And I'm looking at this dude. I said, "Bam!" Like, who's this old fucking dude? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like sitting here. I was like, I was like, dude, what what is this? And like, he was like, yeah, that's the producer of the show. And I was like. Oh really? Like I'm thinking these old guys, and and Knoxville is like nine years older or something. So I'm I'm going, oh these old ass dudes. I don't know, because it's so funny to me because he he was like 29. Yeah. And at at 19, 29 seems so old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now pretty much 30, dude. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's old. Yeah, he's, he's over the hill, dude. man. He's like, is he a cop? Is he a narc? Yeah. You know, you know but what's this old creepy guy yeah. doing hanging out with us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was just funny because then you realize how how quickly like we're not far apart, and and then also the chemistry that happened. I think you know, yeah. um, just yeah. from from that realizing. 
And and I think when uh, when that happens, when when you know when Jackass happened, I was I was 19 when we were shooting the pilot. 20, I just turned 20 when it aired. Yep. And uh, and just at that age, like, I, I, not that you take it for granted, but but you do for a little bit. You don't realize, like, dude, to find that chemistry with people that have the same sensibility and have that same sense of humor, like, dude, you think shit's funny, I think shit's funny, like, and kick it in the nuts, funny, like all that stuff. To find that is really rare, and you don't realize it at the time. You just figure, like, oh, I'm just running through life doing whatever. Yeah. And, and uh, as the years go, really recognize, man, how yep. unique and how special that is. Nobody can go. No no company right now could go and go, hey, we want to put a jackass crew together. Oh, they've tried. They've tried. <laughs> yeah. Multiple. We need a female. Yeah. We need this. We need <laughs> yeah. this. It's, you can't. It's like a band. You're right. Like, nobody goes, exactly. you, you know? The band forms because of their connection and what they're into, and the music just does itself. Right. And that's how, like, when we formed Jackass, it was like, you guys do this, we do this. Let's take yeah. these two little garage bands yeah. and make a big band. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's the exact way to put it. Yeah. Because I kind of always thought that, too. It felt like a band without the music because you lived the life of a rock star through oh, those dude. years, you know? Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was the show after the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was all the stuff after the Hell after yeah. the gig. Yep. The show it, after the gig. Exactly. And it was, it was funny because I toured with CKY, the band, for, for a while, like, went on a bunch of their tours with them and uh and they would you know be with other bands and then i'd get to know the other bands and and then maybe go with them for like a few shows or whatever depending and uh and i realized that quickly too like that like bands have the same sense of humor like somebody's putting a piece of shit in your shoe while you're oh, sleeping yeah. and the oh, yeah. you're same just, thing and yeah you're just and it, fucking with each other yeah it's just boys will be boys. You're just fucking with each other. <laughs> I saw a Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. I love oh him. yeah, hell yeah. And he on one of his his podcasts, the comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah. He was talking to somebody, and they were talking about their kids. Yeah. And he's like, "It's so funny." He's like, "I got two boys, and they just start beating each other up, and the wife." tries to separate him yeah and jerry goes no 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 like if they can't handle beating each other up here the world out there is gonna be a tough one for them yeah, yeah. He goes, Let them beat the shit out of each other yeah. and that's what we all did you yeah. know and we all exactly. tipped each other up oh dude hell and, yeah and it definitely prepares you for uh yep for life <laughs> and he did this too he said this he goes skateboarders they're good yeah, yeah. they're gonna be fine in life they're out there failing, failing, failing until they make something. And yep. he goes, you'll see a normal person like out there and they just try something and oh, I can't do it. <laughs> and they give up. Skateboarders do it until they land it. Hell yeah. And he goes, and that's the best thing in life. Like, don't give up just because you couldn't do it one time or, two, you know. Dude, I mean, I, I love trying, that. trying, trying, trying. You're going to, yeah. failure leads to success. Yeah. And and, uh, and I talked about that a little bit with Muska too, but like when I was growing up, you know, um, I didn't have the support from my dad for it. Like I'd wear the baggy pants and be out skating. And I, and I was, I, you know, yeah. Bam and I grew up together and yeah. then, uh, and then Maldonado and, and Carrie Getz. And, yeah. And that, that was and, during that era. Yeah. And, and so like I knew at the time, um, 
my dad didn't agree with it, but I knew there's something to this, like the amount of dedication and motivation that it needs to land the trick, to go at, go after it. And, and the creativity of driving around and seeing a spot and going, Hey, you know what? That's something right there. Seeing the world differently. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Seeing the world differently too. Exactly. That opened Making my eyes something to that. out of like, you know, they just poured concrete. And now we're using it. Yeah. You know, it's not just going to be there. Hell yeah. And just have the one use of walking up three stairs to get to the net. No, we're going to skate down them. We're going to skate up them. We're going to skate. Yeah. 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 And so. that, that, that's so rad to, to recognize that and see that. Cause as I got to experience that, I wasn't a very good skateboarder. I can, I still cruise around on a board from time to time cause I love it. But, um, I, I love getting out and it just kind of has, there's just something about it, but, but, uh, I was never very good like the way you guys were, but but I loved it and I hung around it and and was always around Bam and that and, and that it did it really changed my outlook on life and I recognized, you know what, there's a bad rap that skateboarders are getting because the truth is it takes so much determination and motivation to keep driving towards this to to make something of it. Yeah. And I realized you know like just trying to land like a kickflip down like a little set of stairs is like over and over yeah. and over and yeah. over and over and then when you land it the fucking greatest feeling in the world yep it's just no, going it's, boom and riding away from that it's like feeling, yeah yes yeah <laughs> you know, it's, like it's, yeah it's, it's, it's the adrenaline you get from that like nobody can do you know yeah so yeah it's good i love it yeah it's, hell yeah yeah good stuff and, yeah. and uh and so obviously the jackass life took you into all these different directions and all kinds of different directions i own so I put my money away. Yeah. Invested into some restaurants, Chronic Tacos. Hell yeah, Chronic Tacos. Yeah, Chronic Tacos. Uh, I have a sock brand. I'm one of the co-owners of. There's four of us. Ross Cops involved. Yeah. And you know, one of my childhood heroes. It's yeah. good to like. What's the sock brand? Or? Merge Four. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty much. It's about to merge get... Four or merch. Merge. A like merge, merge yeah. forward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there merge you go. four. Yeah. Nice. So, hell and, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's about to give Stance a run for its money. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, and I got a couple other things that you know I've done. Yeah. People think like they're like I've spent all my money and I'm living in a van and all that. Oh yeah. And it's like it's completely opposite. Oh, yeah, you spent all your money. If you look at that van, I mean, I'm not trying to give away numbers, but that thing looks like it's not cheap. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, that's good. But, but yeah, no. Um, I wanted to talk about the tacos a little bit because I came down to uh, one of the shops and um, Strung Out was playing. Oh yeah, Cypress Hill was there. Yeah. I was, like, what? I was like, we been doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> once you got something going, all you do is you make a phone call. Yeah. And people like people want to be involved. Yeah. They want, they yeah. want to be involved. If somebody else is doing something and you're doing something, it it creates more creativity. Yeah. And so you go, hey, we're doing this, and we'd love for you to come down. I'm there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had different shops. I had uh, Rap Black, which is Danny Gonzalez's band. Pro, yeah. Insane pro skater. Yeah. They come and they play in the parking lot too. And he goes, and he's a metal band full, like he's a meddler metal band. Yeah. He goes, dude, that's one of the best shows I've, I've always wanted to play in a parking lot at a play. Like cars are behind people. Hell yeah. yeah. Everybody's in the parking lot just rocking <laughs> with like a little Honda generator. Yeah. Powering. He goes, that's what life's about. Fuck yeah, and dude. it is like I'd I'd rather 
just keep having fun every day yeah. and having people involved. And that's what living's about. Yeah. Like, and, and, and for some reason, that made me think of, like, when the Beatles got on top of that building and just started playing that show, like, which I guess ended up being their last show. They got up on top of that building and just started playing. And then people were walking by going, the fuck? Is that the Beatles? No and then, way. Yeah, and they're looking. And then it's like all of a sudden a crowd just starts forming around this building and they're playing on the rooftop of that building. And that's like that. It's like just something awesome about just spontaneity. You yes. You know, uh, of just like... You you know what we want to play a show in a, in a parking lot you know with a van there and whatever and just set it up and just play it and like you mean like yeah. the spontaneity of setting up a podcast in the middle of a <laughs> nature walk with people walking by exactly I mean, <laughs> hey how's the tour guys thanks for getting tickets man support nature <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> no but okay i'll tell you this right now I don't really plan much anymore. Yeah. I'm like in the van, I wake up and I say that day I'm going to go do this or that. I, I have to, you have to plan a couple things. Like we made this plan. So to I need a day we'd be here, we'd film and do that. Yeah. But not much else, you know? But we made a plan to meet. To meet. That's we all we made. <laughs> yeah. We didn't say where, yeah. what time or when we go. Let's just keep the idea going. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It was and funny because I called Cossack last night. We called the talk to try to figure it out. And that conversation consisted of, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then we hung up. We'll get like, like We hey, called to I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, we'll figure we'll it figure out. It out. Hey, don't worry. It's going to get figured <laughs> out. But that's how stuff gets done. Yeah. Okay. When we filmed Jackass 2, yeah. here was the best things. Yeah. We would spend a ton of, like, not we. It didn't come out of our pocket. Yeah, right, right, right. But <laughs> we would, like, get these locations that cost some money to do this big setup hurrah thing. Yeah. And no joke. <laughs> yeah. That footage would be. <laughs> and the best footage would be us, like, fucking around with each other yeah. off to the side. Yeah. And that would be gold. Hell yeah. I mean, that was like that, when you, you kicked could, yourself in the head. That yeah. came out of. Then we were just sitting around the trailers. <laughs> And Knox goes, hey, can you kick yourself? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but that's how it comes out. Yeah. Like, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I mean, that is that is what creates the best stuff by yep. far. Spontaneity. Just, yeah. hey, just go. Yeah. And exactly. that's what it is. Don't sit around. <laughs> go. Hell yeah. So as long as you're moving and you're going, you're fine. How's the nature walk? Very good. Thank you. Awesome. Beautiful dog. Yep. <laughs> well, we man, thanks for uh, showing me the van life and coming on the Bathroom Break podcast. This one's been another awesome episode. Hell yeah. And by the way, Steve-O, I have a full bathroom in my van. You don't. So, <laughs> eh, fuck you, bro.